episode number 206. Camaro's getting faster every day. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Chris. <laughs> Wow, (laughs) Chris and Chris show. Uh, I'm Jason today, anyway. Of 13 years of doing this show, you have never done that before. (laughs) Don't ask me what I was even thinking. I think it's because I was, you ever ever start to talk and while you read something, you start Mm -hmm. to say what you read, we're reading? Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I will, I'll actually get into this later. I'll explain what I was what I was reading. The word was crack, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so what's up, oh, dude? Man. Oh, you know what? Just uh, just enjoying the freezing cold weather here in Studio South. It's supposed to be in the fifties on average, and it was like nineteen the other night. That's excellent. <laughs> I was in Florida for the weekend. Yeah, it was yeah, eighty six. Suck it. It was eighty six degrees when I left. Uh-huh. Uh, when I flew home to Detroit, it was nine. It had just freshly snowed and I almost died driving home from the airport. Uh, define almost died. Uh, let's see. So it looked like there was, the road was clear and I was driving, doing about 70 miles an hour on I-94. What were you driving? My Equinox. Okay. And, uh, the person in the middle lane, uh, all of a sudden darted into my lane for no apparent reason, I slammed on my brakes and tried to control my car. The, there was black ice on the road. And then the person oh. next to the car in the middle lane was doing a 360 in the middle of I-94. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ice capades on the highway. Yep. I was missed by inches. Oh my God. That was fun. Ooh. That was fun. I'm glad nothing bad happened. No, no, but man. What a way to get your heart pumping, let me tell you. I bet. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where you can't even be mad at the uh, idiot drivers because you're just happy to be alive. Oh, I know. <laughs> I tell you. Jeez. Like, whew, thank God. So, uh, we had a we had a good episode last week. We had a long good episode uh, with uh, with Tony Watley. And that was fun. That was, uh, yeah. was almost an hour long. Yeah, we like to mix things up every now and then, and, and that was a good one. Tony's, you know, kind of almost, well, kind of like us, kind of a legend in the on- online community mm-hmm. when it comes to Camaros and stuff. So it was, oh, it's always cool talking to him. He's so yeah. insightful, and and uh, yeah, there's a lot to be learned from the guy. Yeah, being a car enthusiast and just finding cool opportunities if you want to. No doubt. And then this week, what do we got? We got some stuff we can actually talk about this week. Camaro news this week. We've been kind of struggling the last month trying to pick the the, the news that's and it's been sp- uh, scarce. Yeah, <laughs> to say but it's starting least. to pick up now. Yeah. So, um, the title of this show is Camaros Getting Faster Every Day. That leads us to the first article that we have. Um, it was posted by Torque News our buddy uh, Patrick Rawl, and he says a Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 runs a 9.57 quarter mile, setting the stock blower world record. 
That's 957 at 143 miles an hour. I don't know what else has this thing. And it was done at uh, Memphis International Raceway. Mm-hmm. Um... Quickest six gen ZL1 with a stock supercharger. Mike Talley was the name of the, the guy who owns it. Built and raced a long list of American, incredible American performance cars, including a Hellcat Challenger, a Hellcat Charger, a handful of Ford Mustangs, a C7 Z06, but his newest strip and straight uh, terror is a 2018 Chevrolet Camaro ZL1. What has he got done to this thing? That's what I wanted. I wonder what he got done to this I, thing. I was looking at it. Uh, <laughs> new lower pulley. Okay. That works with a stock upper pulley to make 14 pounds of boost, custom heads and cam, dual methanol injection, two-inch Cook's headers, rotofab intake, ported blower snout, K-Tech 103 millimeter throttle body, Corsa exhaust, and an NX blower lid. So it's not exactly stock. It's a stock blower. <laughs> um, it's also a 10-speed automatic transmission car. Right. And uh, stock block. Stock block, yeah. Michael Taylor made one run this past weekend, and on that pass, he ran 9.57 at 143 miles an hour, making this the quickest 6-gen uh, Camaro ZL1 in the world without nitrous. Oh, my gosh. The yeah, imagine below. they threw it. Ooh, a yeah. hundred shot on that. Oh, man. There's a video at the bottom. You want to hit the button just so we can hear it? It's a short one. It's only 20 seconds long, so we can hear the... There we go. That sounds pretty darn good. <laughs> Something, isn't it? Wow. Um, you're, you're right. Camaros are getting faster and faster every day. My God. Do you remember, do you remember back in the day when someone put a blower on their Camaro, their fourth gen, and they broke uh -huh. into the 12? My 12, my God. They were, they were gods. Yeah. John Eves. John, John Eves. Eves with his Vortec supercharger. And, and was it Andrus? Andrew Skulte wasn't, did he have a third gen with a blower yep. on it as well? I think so. He's, he's still, he still does car stuff too. Yep. And then who's the guy? Micah Thompson. He had the, car, he had the car that was, I think it was a 93 Camaro uh, with a blower and nitrous and he called it the snot rocket. Oh, oh um, I forgot his name, but we thought he was crazy to, yeah. to you know, blower and nitrous eek. Yeah, fast forward 25 years later, and now you can pretty much buy a stock. 12-second um, car. 12, yeah, easy, easy stock 12-second car. Do some mods to it, be uh, deep into the 11s and flirting mm -hmm. with 10s. And this thing, <laughs> this thing could be, <coughs> excuse me, an 8-second street car. It does, it does have a license, yeah, it has a license plate. You know, uh, just weird, man. I can't believe how fast they're getting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's all sorts of competition. It's, it's not the Camaros. They got Mustangs oh, yeah. and then the, the Hellcats and the... Oh, my God. It's kind of amazing that we're not hearing about a lot of people getting hurt. <laughs> well, they're pretty safe cars. You know, a cars. lot more. Pretty safe cars. You know? Well, I think, I think people are kind of more serious about it when they get to... Get to that. I remember. Remember the Fireball Camaro. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I watched Street Outlaws, and and the guy that 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 owns that company, Fireball Performance, he's got that race car. Um, 
and he, uh, you know, it's like a true race car. And I forgot what he does, but uh, it's it's pretty fast. But I mean, this car is almost that fast, and the Fireball Camaro is like a true damn race car, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh. They're just getting faster and faster, bro. Getting faster and faster. Jeez, I just. It's, just, it's cool. It's scary, but it's cool. <laughs> so, wow. What do you guys think of this? Is it, are they going to get fa- well? They're obviously going to get faster, but how? At what point does a street car not? I don't know. Yeah. What What, what point is a street car just not a street car anymore? Remember um, Tanner with his uh, six speed uh, ninety five Camaro with a full roll cage and everything. Still has it. Still races. Yeah. That's a, technically a street car. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to try and climb in and out of that cage. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's, driving on the street would be a, a drag. <laughs> this thing would be no problem. Well, Turbo Buicks yeah. in the 10s. Oh, crazy. 10, oh, 1092 at 100 and whatever. And this, ah, you know, why, I want to do it. <laughs> nah. Let's see here. Let's see, what's the... Com- Fire Fireball Camaro running these days. If it shows it, I'm on their web page now. Yeah. I mean, it's got a wheelie bar. It's 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 almost it's pretty much it's a pro mod car, you know. And yeah. they don't show how they, just, they don't show the ETs, you know, street racing and all that. Yeah. All right, we got to move on. Otherwise, we'll just talk about how scary things are. Yeah. Hey, um, Camaro ZL1 is uh, headed to Australia. Really? Yep. Holden wow. uh, Holden's SV uh, HSV. Vehicles are, are now going to be uh, doing the conversion on the ZL1s now, too. Wait, wait a second. Am I wrong, or I thought HSV was discontinued? Was that the Mandela effect? Did I think that HSV was no longer maybe, a thing? Maybe, because they're the ones who also did the Camaro SS. No, no, no. Not SLP. Right. HSV. Yeah. This is Holden's special vehicle, so the right. Australian, yeah. I thought I thought they folded up the, that division, like... Like a year or so ago, hmm. I don't think so. Did, did I did I dream that? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure it was like the end of HSV. Oh well. Anyway, so well, does, obviously I'm wrong because <laughs> so after because gonna... after years of speculation, so Australians will be graced with the most powerful Chevrolet Camaro offered from the factory on Friday. Holden Special Vehicles revealed the re-engineered uh, Chevrolet Camaro ZL1 for the company's lineup. Holden Special Vehicles teased a mystery vehicle scheduled for a reveal earlier in the day, early in the week. Then we suggested HSV was ready to unleash the 650 horsepower Camaro ZL1 on the roads, and our guess was right. The Camaro ZL1 is the latest model HSV plans to convert from left-hand to right-hand drive to Australia. Australian and joining the Camaro SS and the Chevrolet Chevrolet Silverado HD. Let's see. Uh, Crucially, HSV has upheld its promise to bring the manual transmission to the Camaro. The Camaro ZL1 will offer both the 10-speed and the 6-speed. Well, good for them. Hmm. However, Uh Camaro ZL1 wasn't the only news from down under. The refreshed 2019 Chevrolet Camaro SS itself also joins the lineup. With its somewhat controversial look, (laughs) (laughs) it too will be offered with either 6-speed manual or 10-speed automatic. Again, the same upgrades America saw when the model launched last. As the present for the HSV Camaro, an updated infotainment center, the line lock, the rear camera, the Ford collision alert, all part of it. 
uh, production of the automatic equipped cars will begin first in April with the six speed cars coming out one month later in May. Prices were not included for the Camaro SS, but those who want the mighty Camaro ZL1 will need to pay a hundred and thirteen thousand US dollars based on exchange rates. Oh, that's terrible. Well, at least they get it. At least they get it. And if they want one bad enough, I mean, you know. We've known people that have done it. Right. I can't remember. Who, who's, the, who's the guy? We always talk about this. The guy we talked to in Vegas. Oh, I forgot. He was from, was not cool. Australia. He, he was from, uh, uh, I forgot. He was, he was, I, what's the, what's the island right next to Australia? The, those Kiwis over there. Um, I'm geographically challenged. This is why I <laughs> suck at bar trivia. <laughs> Oh, I lost at Bar Trivia on Tuesday night. Yeah. New Zealand. I, I, I wasn't kidding. August 11th, 2017, GM Authority reported Holden Special Vehicles production to end in December. What the heck happened? Don't know. <laughs> Good for Holden now, I guess. Yeah, WTF, mate. Okay, I can't remember his... For some reason, I want to say Patrick, but I know it's because we were just talking about Patrick yeah. Rawl. Yeah. So it was... Um, it was he, he was talking about how he had a ZL1 uh, imported to New Zealand. That's right, Yeah. And um, so it's got to be cheaper. I don't know. Is it is it cheaper? I don't know. I would rather have a right-hand drive car. Yeah. Like the way it was designed. You know, instead of having it converted over. I don't know. That but was again, the SEMA show. Uh, episode number 83. Uh, someone as well as Jason Port. So it doesn't have his name, but okay. it's episode 83 if you want to listen to it. Okay, cool. Oh, man. That was also the time when we talked about the 2017 Camaro SS Slammer. <laughs> God. Slammer. Okay, so cool. we've learned a lot in this episode. First of all, so far, or at least so far, uh, Camaros are stupid fast. Uh, Holden Specialty Vehicles disappeared and came back. And uh, New Zealand, is, I hear, is an awesome place to, mm-hmm. to be. Oh, I would love to visit someday. Love mm-hmm. to visit. Uh, okay. uh, if you if you're a listener of the show and you're in Australia, give us a call and tell us what you think. We'll give you the number a little later on. Yeah. Um, coming in. Where is this? I'm waiting for the page to load because it's so slow. LS Fest West, May third, fourth, and fifth, twenty nineteen, at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway in Las Vegas, Nevada. Nice. Fifty six days, eleven hours, nine minutes, and twenty nine seconds <laughs> as of right twenty oh, twenty seven. Okay, twenty five. But yeah. Looks like they got a lot going on there. Drag race, autocross, drift challenge, show and shine, road course challenge, desert launch, burnout contest, 3S challenge, off-road challenge, dino challenge, poker run, sideshow, and special event. Mm-hmm. Register now. Holly's LS Fest West 2018. Wait. Is this is 2019 up top, and this is 2018 at the bottom. Uh, oh, that's a video. Oh, that's, that's a YouTube video, video oh, okay. from 2018. Okay. Nothing, not like making, nothing like making it confusing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, very, very cool. LS Fest is awesome, but LS Fest West, I think, is growing. I, I If it's not already bigger than LS Fest, I I think it will be. Just because, you know, they got a lot more room and stuff going on. Cool. Yeah. Anybody going to go to that? That would be awesome. Yeah, it would. But Plus when it's LS Vegas. Fest comes, yeah, well, you know what's even better is LS Fest because it's like, like an hour north of me, not even. 40 minutes. Yeah. And that's in the summer, right? That's right. It's no, no, no. hot and sweaty. It's in August, I think. September? I'm trying to remember. It's always 
I don't know. I can't remember. It's around there. Yeah. Let me see if, if they've been. I don't know if they've announced the exact dates yet. Holly LS Fest. LS Fest East, September 6th through the 8th. You're right. 2019 at Beach Bend Raceway, Bowling Grand Kentucky. 182 days, 11 hours, 0 minutes, and 54 seconds. <laughs> We will be linking all of this up in the show notes in case you want to go over there, register, and attend it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Next thing. Remember when I accidentally started to say, and I'm cr- Yeah. I was going to say crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually going to say crack pipe because crack pipe. our friends over at Jalopnik have this little, little segment that they do, this recurring section called Nice Price or Crack Pipe. Okay. And I was reading it when I was saying it, I'm Jason. So that's why I said crack pipe. I almost said crack pipe. Uh, because it's kind of like one of those things where they have weird cars with good prices, but there's always something a little weird about it. In this case, it's true. $16,990 will buy you this 2002 Chevrolet Camaro SS 35th anniversary package with allegedly 8,000 and some odd change miles on it. Why'd, but, they, why'd they call it a Z28 SS? Because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. It was never meant to be a Z28 SS. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, my 96 Camaro SS had the dash, the, the ashtray plaque that said Z28 SS. And your airbox, too, right? And the airbox as well, but they didn't say it didn't say Z28 SS on the side. It Correct. was going to, but General Motors said, hey, no, you can't do that because there's never been a Z28 SS, so therefore there won't be a Z28 SS, so take the Z28 part off. And they said, fine, we'll just keep the SS, and they did. And then, well, the rest, as they say, is history. But, mm-hmm. okay, $16,000 for this 35th anniversary, and they only made, what, 800 and I don't remember how many of them. But you start looking a little closer, and you notice that something just does not look right about this car. 944. The number for these have changed, but th- this article says 944. Okay. First of all, the stripes are gone. Yeah, what happened to the stripes? Yeah, why are the stripes gone? But it still had the optional painted... Um, <laughs> grill insert exactly that would normally match the stripes that's there that aren't there and then if you look at the, underneath the hood it looks like it could use a really good cleaning and, and it actually looks like it may have been underwater at some point and some of the comments that somebody are saying is uh, what are the what one person says here holy collision damage batman the fiberglass bumper mount on these is notoriously heavy on the glass <laughs> this one is fractured. I think it would explain where the rest of the stripes went. They're under the shitty Earl Scheib respray. <laughs> Earl Scheib. If this engine compartment with its rusty bolt heads and hangers and water stains is anywhere near everywhere is 8,100 miles, then this is a rich and powerful 52-year-old. And it's got a picture of some chick. Yeah, so what? the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because at first it's like, yeah, it's a good price on a 35th anniversary, but... There's something wrong with this car. So we, we always advocate that do your research, do your homework, and don't rely on just Carfax. Um, also rely on common sense and, 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 and your ability to walk away when it just doesn't feel right and you, know, you realize it may be more trouble than what it's worth. Whoever buys this car is going to be unhappy. Yeah. I'm looking in the Camaro white book right now. Yeah, what's it say there? So for the uh, Z4C 35th anniversary edition, SS only, 3,369 were made. I wonder why they, nine, why they say 944. Because, uh, again, they don't know what they're talking about. Let me see red. Well, that was all of them were red. So, yeah, all, all the 35th anniversary. Right. So, yeah. Maybe it's the only one with uh, cl- 
This is fairly rare. Claimed one of four nine hundred and forty-four, but is that what's on the dealership page? Because yes, it is a dealership. Oh yeah, yeah. It actually says that on the dealership page. Yes, you are reading it correctly. This is eight thousand miles limited edition Camaro SS SLP third. It says three three th. Yes, thirty fifth anniversary edition with T top light. Nice. Chevy only made nine hundred forty four. Maybe they only made nine hundred forty four T tops. Of these limited edition SLP SS Coupes, C O U P S, with the higher horsepower rating of 345. <laughs> which Chevy also understated because it was competing with Corvettes. In reality, these cars have close to 400 horsepower. Uh, I don't know. The, the only lower option here I see in the Camaro White Book, the Brickyard 400 package 2002, they made 57. Oh, oh here's the icing on the cake. Please note, no test drives are offered on this car. Due to Kelly Blue Book values being low on these cars, this car will require a larger down payment in order to get financed. This is a collector car, and some of these cars sell for over $40,000 with no miles. Yeah, something's very not right about it. Yeah, something something smells. You know what I mean? Yeah, you look look at the seats, and boy, there's more than 8,000 miles on the seats alone. The driver's seat where it has too much wear on it. So, Chris, I know you're going to link this up in the show notes. Yeah, so yeah. It also says RPO Z4C right. 35th anniversary was available on SS Coupe and SS Convertible. Coupes required T-tops. Two of the 3,369 built as non-saleable. I wonder where they got 944. Yeah, because I don't even see, like, an option. I'm just looking for, like, quantities, and I'm trying to see 944, and I don't see anything. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Sticker price of 33635 before SLP options. Hmm. Yeah. Take a look at this, guys and gals listening to the show. Take a look and tell us what you think of this. Nice price or crack pipe, is, as, uh, as Jalopnik says. Jalopnik says. Yeah. Cool. I like that little, I like that little article you found. It's cool. Yeah. All right. We have an email. We have a voicemail. You want to read the email? Yeah, sure. We'll start off with those. I like the I like these. This comes from Dean in Atlanta, and he listens to the Camaro show on iTunes. He says, "Hey, guy, I enjoy the show. I am a Camaro enthusiast who is com- currently Camaro-less. Oh. Though I have owned a '95 V6 and a '2010 V6 in the past, I'm hoping to buy a sixth gen one day, but that probably won't happen since my wife and I are on the cusp of starting a family, and apparently, I will need to be able to transport said family around with me." Seems that Camaro news is slow these days, <laughs> so I have a few items that, you, that might spawn some discussion and would be helpful. It would be interesting to get your take on. Number one, my '95 Camaro was a beautiful hunter green. Why has that color disappeared these days? What would it take to get that color back as an option? What colors would you guys bring back from past generations? Number two, debate. Chevy should continue making front-engine Corvettes along with mid-engine vets and slot them as the cheaper option. One of you guys should argue pro while the other argues against. I understand why they are going mid-engine, but are we really going to live in an America that doesn't have a front-engine rear-wheel drive Corvette? And number three, buy, sell, or hold, and why? The 6th gen will not make it to 2021 and mimic the five-year cycle the 5th gen had. Pretty cool stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. We can't do all of those today, but we certainly can in the future. Yeah. So, Dean, let's talk about a couple things here. Thank you you want to start a family? Yeah. Chris, didn't you have start have drive your kid around in the back of your Camaro? I did. Um, let's see. When I received my 2010 Camaro SS, it was in I think it was 2009, right? So Vito was two. So yeah. I had a car seat in the back of um, yeah. my Camaro, and I hold him around lots. 
You know? Yeah, and Atlanta, you know, gets a little windy once in a while, but you don't have to worry too much about snow, so it wouldn't make a bad daily driver. Of course, Not it at has all. its pros and cons. Not at all. But Chris, you know, you did it, so yeah. don't don't let that stop you unless your wife just says nope. Yeah. Minivan. No. Nope. In that case, happy wife, happy happy life. You'll get your chance later on in the future. Yep. So he also had three other things here, but we'll let's just do the first one, then we can do the other two in future episodes because I think they're both great suggestions. Yeah. Hunter Green. Why has it disappeared? Because people don't buy it anymore. Yeah. So in 1995, it was called Polo Green Metallic, mm-hmm. and they uh, they had 18,102 cars in that color. Yeah. Uh, second only. Well, let's see. That was third. Third amount. No, I take that back. Red was number one, 20,541. Black, 19,985. Arctic White, 18,200. And then Polo Green Metallic at 18,102. So it was a popular color back in 1995. That's right. In fact, my 1996 Chevy S10 ZR2 was... Dark metallic green. Yeah, probably could have been the same color for all I know. Um, like if you look at, let's see, let's. I'm gonna. I'm over on the Ford website looking at their 2019 Ford F-150 just to see what their colors are, their color palettes. My grandfather had uh, Ford F-150s his whole life, and um, at one point he had a green one, and that was like in the 70s or 80s. Um, so I, I, it's just a thing. Color trends come and go. There was a while when teal and fuchsia was hmm. kind of a, wow, these things are expensive. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, oh, man. Yeah. Working man's pickup truck is not working man's anymore. Uh, exterior color. What do we got here for colors? Come on, dude. Don't make me jump through. I got to build this whole damn thing. Um, <laughs> oh, here we go. No, there is no green available on the Ford F-150 XLT. Color palettes have changed through the years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Camaro, a, lot of, lot, a lot of grays. A lot of grays, but you know, let's not forget about Synergy Green and Krypton Green. So there, there was a green color. Um, but it was just, a special. Yeah, it was color. a special color. But you know, um, you know, I don't know. Just it's, it, color trends come and go. Um, they do. Yellows were big for a little while. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think that's it. It'll probably come back. It'll come in cycles, and then you'll have puce again and yeah. teal. I had a teal Beretta. Yeah, I remember the teal Camaro. Yeah, Mystic teal. That was a cool, yeah. cool color. That was a, that that flip flop color. But all right, yeah. um, great voicemail, Dean. We're gonna hang on to this. We're gonna make sure we address the other two points in the future episode. So be sure to be listening and subscribing as necessary. And anybody else that wants to get their give their thoughts on what we talked about so far, or give us an idea, Chris. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. And we do have uh, one voicemail this week. So let me see here. When it comes up, I'm going to play it. Here we go. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris and Jason. This is Sean from Oceanside. Just call the comment on the... Uh, <clears throat> The uh, upping the speed limit to no speed limit on the 5 and the 99 here, I'm totally for it, <clears throat> or at least I'm for sensible uh, speed limits. For example, I'm commuting to work right now on the I-5 from Oceanside to Irvine, and the posted speed limit is maximum 65. Everybody here is driving 80 to 85. <clears throat> that just went through the uh, border check 
we have a border checkpoint which is up here at Camp Pendleton. Everybody blows through it at 80 miles an hour if the uh, if the uh, uh, border patrol is not checking cars. So uh, yeah, I think maybe we should post more at least post more realistic speed limits. Um, well, that's about it. Oh, if you run out of news and topics, uh, things to talk about, do what the sports talk does. You talk about nonsensical things. Like, here's my nonsensical topic. I think the Camaro SS1LA should have been the Z28 all along. And the uh, fifth gen Z28, that should have been the Z28-R or something. Anyway, it's a non-topic, but hey, it's fun for stuff. You guys have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for calling in, Sean from Ocean Tide. He's he's so he's commuting, and and um, two weeks ago, we we hit a topic. There there's a a some a, a, what congressman in California who is yeah. trying to make a one one road, yeah, no speed limit. That's right, and he's weighing <laughs> in on that. Did you hear any more about that? No, neither, neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. It probably got shot down by somebody that drives a Prius. Uh, no offense to Prius drivers, which I think he is one. <laughs> I think Sean didn't he drive to Michigan in a? Didn't he have a Prius? No, that was met, what met was with us? that was the. Uh, oh, what was that? Oh, that was a Versa, a Nissan oh, Versa. Okay. okay, all right, I was close. I was kind of <laughs> close. Um, it just just a pause here, just a side note here. I think it's really great that when news gets slow. Our, our listeners come through, man. They can't give us some awesome stuff to talk about. Yeah. Don't wait for news to be slow to do that. Thank you very much, Sean, for that voicemail. Yes, absolutely. He uh, his his point is um, post posted speed limits should be, um, you know, sensible speed limits. You know, like he said, he, it's sixty five, but everybody's driving eighty. Yeah, uh, but if you make the speed limit eighty, everybody will do ninety. That's that's basically the way it is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do. I, you know, I, 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 I go with the flow of traffic. Yeah. And we talked about this before. I don't even look at my speedometer really. I know. Neither do I. Just, Unless I see a cop. Yeah. It's just like, Oh, how fast am I? Going? Oh shoot. I'm going <laughs> 90. So. And the Z28, the ZL1 1LE should have been the Z28. That's what he says. And the fifth gen Z28 should have been the Z28R. I think I tend to agree with that. Do you? I think so. At this point, now if we have had a Z had a Z twenty eight right now, um, then I'm and it was dramatically different. Then I get it, but because there isn't one, ta da! Hmm. So, good points, good points. Yeah. Did we catch? Did we cover everything? I think so. I think so. All right, cool. Oh, good voicemail. Uh, let's see here. I got a couple other things before we wrap this episode. Uh, one is uh, good guys show. Which there's a good. Do, do they even have good guys in Michigan shows in Michigan? No, no. I know. <laughs> I know. Jason Port goes to them all the time in California. Yeah, they have them here too in in, in Nashville. But uh, at the uh, uh, Good Guys twenty second annual PPG Nationals, July fourteenth. Excuse me, July twelfth through the fourteenth, twenty nineteen, in Columbus, Ohio. There's going to be a fiftieth anniversary Camaro exhibit to highlight the Good Guys show. Which I thought was pretty cool. This comes to our uh, uh, to us from our friends at LateralG.net, and uh, there's going to be some really cool stuff there. Um, obviously, not the same 50th anniversary type of display that Chevrolet used to put on, like with the Legends Tour, oh, but yeah. 
it's going to be pretty cool. And I think you're going to see some cars, some Camaros that you've never seen before and will never see again type of type of things because they're so high end and customized and everything. So I just want to throw that out there in terms of events and such. Again, uh, July, uh, beg your pardon, I just scrolled past uh, July 20, 12th through the 14th, Columbus, Ohio. Cool. And if you have a, an event or a show that you'd like us to talk about, by all means, you know the number, hit us with that. Hmm. And then finally, Haggerty. I have their newsletter. I talk about it a lot. They have this article uh, called How the Pontiac Trans Am Screaming Chicken Got Its Wings. And it, it's it's really cool. It's in their uh, in their blog, I think it is. Um, and it, it talks about just that, how how that whole screaming chicken thing that they call it came to be. How, how the, that even then in the 70s when things were awfully weird, uh, that was pretty outrageous and very loud visually. So, uh, it's a neat read. It's a neat article. I encourage anybody who's interested in Pontiac history or just F-body history to check that out and read it. It's and pretty I'll, neat. I, yeah, I'll go ahead and, and link that up in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, so, cool. Um, so, next next week's episode, we're definitely going to talk about some of the things that uh, that Dean suggested when he in his email, yeah, which would be yeah. cool. And, uh, gosh, we got anything else to talk about? We covered quite a bit in this episode. We did. We did. And it was, it was a great episode. We're... I just I noticed I our just, timer's way past our normal talking, but that's what happens when doing when we some have... catching up. Let's get out of here, Chris. All right, we'll see you guys next week. See. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.